Well, Callum, our expectations were low, but holy fuck, how bad was that? That was very bad. Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm sure you can see Glenn's taking the defeat very, very well. And um, if you're tuning in on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I know people will probably enjoy this one of other uh, other clubs. So uh, make sure you get notifications on. There might be more to come in the future. And uh, follow us wherever you're listening in as well. So we'll get that in nice and early. Enjoy that this afternoon, Glenn. Nice Sunday. Uh, well, it's a beautiful Sunday outside, but it was not a beautiful Sunday watching Aberdeen, that's mm. for sure. No, Dundee United will enjoy it though. That's their thing, isn't it? Beautiful. So yeah, it is. It's an odd start to this show. I don't even know where this is going to go. Strap in, folks. Yeah, strap in because we've we're. It's been a while since we've done a full time reaction mm-hmm. video, um, but I feel needs must after after this result. And you know the season's over now for us. We just needed one more point to secure fourth in the league. Third place, I suppose, mathematically still there to be be fought over but on the basis of today um, boy is the last two results papered over a lot of cracks Callum <laughs> yeah that was good was it there was uh, I'm trying to think of any positives uh, from today's game um, maybe we won't get embarrassed in the next round at Hamden that's that's all I can really think of to be honest we don't need to pay for any more games I know it was on BBC today but semi-finals would have been on Premier Sports yeah, exactly. And I suppose we'll get a free weekend and the Scottish Cup semi-final weekend. So we'll, we'll upload the Cammy Smith interview for then so you can all enjoy that and just forget about Aberdeen actually playing football. Yeah, sorry for those of you that are looking forward to having that released this week. But on the back of the instant reaction coming out tonight, it will mean that the um, we'll do our preview for the Livingston game um, through the week. So it pushes Cammy Smith back. But when there's no Dons to play, we'll, we'll fill that void with some... Uh, content of our own but yeah we're just um, totally outplayed today Um, the first Scottish Cup defeat at home since Mark McGee's side were embarrassed by Wraith Rovers in the replay Um, Derek McInnes never lost a domestic cup competition in his time at Aberdeen Um, home cup game I should say Um, Stephen Glass fails at the second attempt to keep that record going but the first 10-15 minutes, you know, Callum Hendry should have squared it to Lewis Ferguson, who was wide open, and Mehmet has two good saves from Kennedy, and I think it was Hendry on the follow-up. But mm-hmm. after that, it was just disaster after disaster. Yep, um, very little of note happened for us going forward after that. Um, I felt maybe we could have taken one of those chances, maybe Hendry's, but at the end of the day, great double save from Mehmet. Um, and that sort of summed up our day. He was on form. We were so lacklustre, so slow. There was just nothing going on for us, really, was there? Nothing, no positive, really. If you say he was on form, we didn't do anything to test True. him. Well, but I'm saying in like, those two, to get up a double save, nice and quick there. Aye, but that's like, what, 10 minutes into the game? We've still got eight that's more That's what minutes. I'm saying. That's all he had to do, and he did it. That's how he was on form. That's all he had to do. Two saves, that's it. It's he just made. so frustrating, and... Camberry, I don't know what he's thinking wearing Under Armour and gloves on probably the hottest day of the year so far um, and you know fair play to him managing to last 90 minutes for what was an awful waste of a shirt because every time the ball came near him his inability to hold the ball up looked like costing us mm-hmm. then ended up costing us Callum 
Yeah, I mean, first of all, never mind fair play for him being able to stay on for 90 minutes. Fair play for fucking fooling us all all this time and the fact he's actually a footballer. Useless today. Giving the ball away. I've lost count how many times he gave the ball away. And then, yeah, as you say, it did end up costing us. Yeah, I know there's many Hibs fans that tune into this show on YouTube and like you said at the start, probably fans of other mm. teams that will be enjoying this meltdown uh, incoming. But we'll be none surprised at the performance of Camberry going missing. But speaking of going missing, was Johnny Hayes on King Street when that ball went forward for Mark McNaughtley giving them a lead? Because yes, Considine was positionally all over the shop. Mm-hmm. Where's your left back? I know. I'll insert that photo of Constantine uh, today for the one- viewers watching at home on YouTube. Because, <laughs> oh my word, it was terrible. But yeah, Constantine uh, decided to leave McNulty. But prior to that, I mean, Johnny Hayes just posted absolutely missing. Um, okay, he got an assist against Livingston, but he has been probably the worst of the re-signings out of him, Ash Taylor, and Naomi again. Hmm... Now I'm against probably running close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but oh, you know, we running, sorry. But using running very loosely there. Yeah, as we saw in the first half when he could have ran to keep the ball in, but he decided mm. just to slide and painfully knocked it out for a goal kick. But we saw, you know, minutes before when the ball bounced off Camberry's chest and United kind of broke down, but Hayes got back on that, that chance and, and blocked it out for a corner. But we just didn't heed any warnings and it was one-way traffic after the goal. And Tommy Hoban, you know, we called him a Rolls-Royce on this show at the start of the season. Gooby's called him a Skoda before. Mm. I think he's on the scrap heap after that performance because he looked terrified throughout that first half. Him and Considine are the slowest set-about partnership I have seen in a very, very long time. Oh my word, both of them, it's like running treacle. I mean, to be fair, Constantine 34 now, so he, he's old, you expect him to be slowing down. Tommy Hoban, meant to be in the prime of his career. Hopeless, Tommy Hopeless more like. Yeah, I mean, I today, was his, today was his 50th appearance for the club and, you know, given, I suppose, where he was at the start of the season and, you know, the, all the injury troubles that have gone before him, to, to make 50 appearances for the club is pretty remarkable in itself, but is just a shadow of himself recently mm-hmm. in the first half letting the ball bounce criminal in the first place especially when United are playing the high press you're giving yourself less time to deal with any incoming trouble and then when under pressure from Shanklin totally missing the ball and also prior to that as well backing off Shanklin allowing him to kind of cut in on the right and get well Shanklin should have got the shot away thankfully the ball got trapped under his foot but he just looks so uncomfortable. And I don't know whether that's because he's alongside Constein, like you say, who's also equally as slow. Does he need Taylor there to feel confident? Or is he nervous about the youth of Calvin Ramsey on his outside, knowing that he's kind of got to guide Calvin Ramsey through? Is there just mm-hmm. too much going on in his head just now? If anyone should be nervous, it should be Constein given Hayes is on his side, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I never thought I'd be... Uh, what's I'm trying to think the word just just looking forward for Ash Taylor coming back to be yearning honest yearning is the word yearning I was, I was going to say yawning private education there for you yeah thank you it's finally paying off what the hell it's about time um, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah looking forward to Ash Taylor being back in a team team for some meaningless games before he probably leaves 
Um, mm. Stephen Glass or whoever will be recruiting in summer has got some fucking job on their hands because that lot are a bunch of frauds out there. And, I mean, it's fair to say that today more than highlighted the rebuild job that Stephen Glass has got on mm. his hand in it. Yep, 100%. I mean, you're looking at Kennedy. Thankfully, Camberry's only on loan, so you don't have to f- fool anyone into signing him. Uh, who else? Tommy Hoban, Nightmare, Constantine, Constantine Nightmare, Niall again, Nightmare. I thought if we move him inside, maybe then that'll protect him for being so slow he doesn't have to be on the wing. Nope, mm. dreadful. Johnny Hayes, geriatric Johnny, totally useless. <laughs> and you look at the substitutions that even came on, the last substitution that we made, Michael Ruth coming on and mm. um, replacing Callum Hendry, you've got Fraser Hornby sitting on the bench. I think that tells you a lot about where the club are viewing for next season I don't even know if Michael Ruth even touched the ball when he came on I think he was on the pitch for about 17 minutes so mm-hmm. I mean that either tells you how much I paid interest to the last 17 minutes because I know a lot of you switched off at 3-0 because like we've said the season was over the next three games feel utterly pointless and mm-hmm. um, we're still going to be doing the watch along on the Hibs game with Michael Monin. Much he's fucking to, unbearable there Jesus be, he's been bearable at the best of times let alone then Michael's already delighted at as he called them Dundee Hibernian winning today and he'd already predicted that after Wednesday he said because every time we put in a good performance we follow it up with a shocker mm-hmm. and I think a shocker would be a kind word on the performance today yeah uh, he, he was I mean Hibs need to win basically one game now of their last three because our goal difference is abysmal so yeah. we're not getting anywhere near them there. And that would also, we'd need to win all three. And if Rangers are still looking to be unbeaten in the league, mm. oh, we know they're going to fuck it. It'll be like laughs the slaughter for us then, won't it? Yeah. Um, do you think, though, we spoke about it in the preview show, the fact that United had the, the joy of, or luxury maybe you could look at it, they're safe in the league this season, mm-hmm. rested six players midweek against Kilmarnock. Did that have a big effect on today's game? I did think we looked very, very leggy in comparison to them. We so, so off the mark. They were to first to every ball, every second ball, every third ball they were getting to. Yeah. Um, it paid off. I mean, they've basically got the uh, Scottish Cup to focus on now. And mm. I think that showed today. And fair place to them, to be honest. They deserve but, it. Oh, absolutely. There's no taking away that the, the better team won today and the team that wanted it more, the team that deserved it more, Got got the right result, but you say that that's all Dundee United have to play for this season. I'd argue that's all we've got left to play for this season, and we. I don't want to put too much blame on Stephen Glass because you know it's not his squad. You know he's only been here a short time, but for all the talk in the build up, and both of us are are fully behind kind of the build up that's that's. We've just fallen flat on our faces. Is Rory watching the highlights in the background there, is he? Watching the game back. <laughs> that, that's his reaction to today's result. Yeah, make that what you will. I was just crying off camera. I it dried up before then. Um, but, you know, yeah, I mean, I suppose arguably that is all we have to, have to play for. Um, it's just, he has a lot of work. To, there's a lot of work to do to that squad. Um mm. I can't. I've been chopping and changing my mind. Who needs more major surgery between us and Celtic? Like I said maybe they did to call in. Now I'm back on that. Maybe we do. It was just all shambolic, wasn't it? I just play the kids between now and the end of the season. Be as well. Yeah, no, I've got I to think lose. The worst. The worst thing for me as well was that 
I thought Canino was going to be the forward areas that we really needed work on uh, over the summer. Obviously, mm. we know that we we'll only have um, Michael Roof. I think is probably going to be the only striker signed up for next mm-hmm. season. Um, but defensively, I think more than anything, if this is the style of football that we're going to be playing next season. We need a whole new back four, probably. Uh, it's maybe a bit harsh on Calvin Ramsey. Sorry, I apologise there. Um, mm. Because yeah, he's only a youngster. But you look at the other three today, they were very not up to playing from the back. It was slow. And against a high press that United... And fair play to them, they were very effective in. But mm. when they were being so effective in, why did we not change up? Why did we not decide to change our tactics? I don't know. It wasn't or, working. No, there didn't seem to be any change of emphasis in the way we were playing whatsoever. Um, and the, the most, probably most, one of the most frustrating things is we can't even drop any of them uh, in the back four because there's just no one else fit. Yeah. Um, so what else we had to do? Um, I just hope that Declan Gallagher contract signed and he didn't see the performance today. Um, fingers crossed, we can't but hope. But um, yeah, genuinely roll on the return of Ash Taylor. Get those Beckenbauer passes out from the back, uh, going. Oh, I, I'm not looking forward to tuning in uh, to us playing Livingston. Who, by the way, totally forgot who we were going to be playing. Uh, said it to you, I was like, whoever the fuck we're playing. So I did genuinely enjoy that when we were just describing. Well, we said, will we record at full time? And you, you did say, yeah, we'll do a full time reaction because we'll just do a preview for whoever the fuck we're playing next week. Because that's, and, and to be fair, for a lot of people, you know, it's going to be tough to tune in for the Livingston game. A point, like we've said, secures fourth place. Three points, depending on the head result, keeps the race for third alive. But for many now, I kind of feel myself included, although we will still stay committed to the podcast until the end of the season. It's now all eyes on on August. And I suppose when we spoke to Colin um, a couple of shows previous about the Celtic rebuild starting now, you, you've kind of touched on it there. For us, the rebuild starts now, mm-hmm. surely. I hope so. Get the youngsters in. Get Ethan Ross in as well. The, Get him The problem is, so we've seen Gary Woods keep his place today. Mm. Um, were you surprised by that? Um, not really, because he can somewhat play with his feet in comparison to Joel Lewis anyway. Um but then, even though Joe Lewis is your captain as well, yeah, that's a contentious decision. I don't know what's going to happen going into next season. Whether they will perhaps bring in someone to replace Joe Lewis if they want to play that way, because clearly some of them in there can't play that way. And I'm not confident in Joe Lewis with the ball at his feet either. So it'll be interesting. But I'm not surprised to see uh, Guy Woods start today. But going forward, I don't know because I mean there was the what was the third one, third goal where it went between his legs. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, he had the good, he had the save from Fuchs, um, which just about broke his arm. But I mean, he's he's really can't do anything about the first or second because no. I mean we haven't even spoke about the shit oh, show that was Jesus. the second. Yeah, goal. that set piece, bloody hell, that was. A I mean, one. I mean, I don't even know who you want to put blame on. I know a lot of people are blaming Dean Campbell for that um, because he gives away the free kick and then doesn't really cover himself in glory, jumping for the free kick. But Calvin Ramsey, it's his man at the free kick. He ghosts easily past Calvin Ramsey. But you've got three of them there. Tommy Hoban, I don't even think, leaves the ground. Ferguson barely leaves the ground. And we we heart back to the word there. Desire. They wanted it more. They deserved it. 
And if you put in that desire and determination, you get your reward. And Ryan Edwards got his reward powering the header past Gary Woods. Mm-hmm. I bet you Colin was watching that laughing at us after we were mocking them for being shit at defending set pieces. <laughs> and then we yeah, go and do that sort of stuff. Um, no, total shambles. I mean, a lot of managers pride themselves on being able to defend set pieces. I know Craig Brown did. Dan McInnes not giving away goals from set pieces. Don't let it happen. Oh, we need to work on it. We need to work on it. We saw Alan Russell working on them um, going forward in our favour and it paid off on Thursday. I hope they've got something up their sleeve uh, for defending them because that was mm. abysmal. Nothing short of it. Yeah. And it's it just... I, we've got so much work to do ahead <laughs> of next season. Were you surprised... Because the, the game fell over at half-time. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I seen a lot of talk on, online about Glass and his time in Atlanta. Now, I don't really know how, how much to read into it, given that, you know, a lot of these players are being kind of primed and moulded for moving mm-hmm. on to the first team. A lot of these games were high-scoring, conceding goals at both ends. We're certainly not going to be complaining about a lack of entertainment next season. Well, we will if it carries on going like that today. <laughs> yeah. But if we play a bit more like we did maybe against Celtic at times and uh, against, suppose, against Livingston spells, then yes, uh, I'd like to be entertained. That was one of the main gripes um, for me this season. I was just not entertained whatsoever. But then there we have it today. Exact same story, really, isn't it? But in that situation, let's say the you know, game's kind of gone at half-time. Why are we not changing that at half-time? It... Mm-hmm. And also, six minutes after going 3-0 behind, he then brings on a holding midfielder for a holding midfielder yeah. and takes off Niall McGinn. Mm-hmm. It just change it when the game is... It, we were Still so critical of... Yeah, we were so critical on Derek McInnes doing this, being too late, too slow tactically to influence a game. Mm-hmm. And we saw it again today and... You know, the wait goes on for us to to see Aberdeen lifting the Scottish Cup, but both of us will not have seen it in our lifetime yet. I was hoping we didn't this season in terms of the fact that we probably wouldn't be there to see it. But when you still go out of the cup competition, especially in the manner that we did today, it's just totally unacceptable. Yeah, it's it's not great. Um, it's just sapped any sort of confidence that I had from Wednesday just completely out of me. I'm now back to this apathetic, just nonsense. I just can't be bothered with it, Glenn. Yes. Yeah. But do you great. think though that the you know, given as Colin said, like them probably the mindset of the Celtic players, mm-hmm. um, and probably more fool most of us being buoyed by that performance. because as, as Jonathan Main said quite quite um brilliantly on Twitter, he said more fool like himself included in this, you know, for being so optimistic for today because it's the same shite team that's mm. played the whole season true I suppose there's only so much uh, Stephen Glass and Alan Russell can do in such a short period of time I suppose we need to remember that and not get too downhearted because it's the players the same players that um, whether you want to look at it as McInnes or Glass or regardless they are, they weren't playing for McInnes they're not playing for Stephen Glass now um, mm. clearly as shown so major mm-hmm. surgery needed in summer going forward I don't know yeah. how many of them will will last uh, will be here to turn come August 
Yeah, and I think you know someone else put it on on Twitter, and I apologise for not knowing who um, who it was. Was that there shouldn't be a massive overreaction at today's result because you touched on it there. You know, Stephen Glass only had a couple of weeks to work with the team. We should really only start judging Stephen Glass next season when he's had mm. a summer, which we hope Dave Cormack will back him financially in. Mm-hmm. Um, do you kind of agree with that? Despite obviously the level of performance and the manner of how we went out there, it should be kind of tempered with in terms of a reaction. I think a little bit. I don't think that, I think we should still be questioning sort of the changes, the timing of the changes, the lack of change in tactical emphasis from today. Mm. But yeah, we should, once it's his squad, once it's his players, once he's had a pre-season to work with them, to drum his ideas into them, then judge them properly. I suppose it's right now we should be thankful that we did get Stephen Glass in before the summer because he's getting a chance to see who he wants there next season and who is getting the fuck basically. Yeah. And and that's kind of a point I highlighted, especially at the second goal, because even at the first goal, we saw like against Livingston, you know, probably rode our luck at times, mm-hmm. got lucky that they didn't finish the game off and making it 2-0. We went up and, and equalised. But that, the confidence amongst the squad just wasn't there today. I kind of felt Messrs McGinn, Camberry especially, Matty Kennedy, they just went missing after mm-hmm. the first goal. I thought Matty Kennedy, you know, he showed some promise early on on the right wing, but when he got moved to the left, marked out the game, quiet. Camberry, it doesn't matter what wing you posted him on. He's not a winger, he's a striker anyway. Useless. Niall McGinn, don't even know where he was playing. Useless. And I've not even started on the defenders. Hayes, yes, he's energetic going forward. He's he's supposed to be doing a job as a defender. He's halfway up King Street instead of back on Beach Road defending the goal. Considine towing his caravan. Useless. Hoban thinking the uh, the football's a bomb. Useless. Just shocking throughout. And it's so frustrating given the level of performance and desire that we've seen in midweek to just a total shit show today. Yeah, I think we all sort of bought into that on, on Wednesday. It was a good result, but I, I was fully... I think maybe we got a little bit of a head of ourselves. <laughs> maybe slightly, maybe a little bit. Um, me, myself, 100% concluded probably the worst for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, at least you can admit it. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's just... Any and yeah, any confidence from that has now gone. Has now gone, mm-hmm. and that's that result as well. You've got to think that if they are going to still mathematically possible to finish third, however unlikely it actually is, that a result like that's not going to do them any good, is it? Yeah, and I think you know, is this is going to be a big week for the team, Stephen Glass, in a way as well, because now I want to see how this squad reacts because there mm. will be backlash regardless of people saying don't overreact give him give him time and I, I i as i said in a way i do agree with that but you're, you're right in you, what you say as well people should be allowed to vent their their frustrations mm. out and i want to see how we react to a bad result like this because Stephen has talked the talk you know in his pre-match comments about um i think i think he was asked how much of an opportunity was this going to be for Aberdeen to win the Mm. Scottish Cup given one half of the old firm was out of the competition and he said but there's going to be you know six other managers thinking that as well Mm. we have to focus on our job 
well, if that was us being focused on our job, then fuck me. I hope I can't wait to see what it's like when we don't focus. Yeah, I know. I know. But the thing is, I suppose when he came in for that Livingston game, he'd had three days with the team. Mm. And then he's got a midweek game after that ahead of this weekend's game. So it's still not a lot of time on the training part to yeah. put your ideas into these players' heads. So it'll be interesting to see not only how the players bounce back in terms of mentality-wise going into mm. next week, but also what they can get done on the training part, the new ideas, tats, tactics, things like that. But uh, just so done, so done, Glenn, so done. We've not even spoke properly about how bad that defending was for the third goal either. No, and I mean, it came after a brief kind of, I don't even know what you want to say, spell. Of about nine minutes or something. Yeah, we were getting the ball into the box, but nobody looked interested on mm-hmm. getting on the end of it. The one time it did look a bit threatening, Niall McGinn fresh air swiped the ball and Dean Campbell threw in a great delivery from a free kick, but Tommy Hoban probably should be doing better and getting getting his head on that and getting uh, getting it on target. But Ryan Edwards, I think it was, defended that really well mm-hmm. and put it out for a corner. But when you look at that sort of dangerous delivery into that, that and you're not hitting the target from that, it's pretty frustrating. Frustrating. But then, at the other end, the the link-up play between Harks and McNulty was something else. Mm. And, the, and so was the finish. But mm. once again, it's sixes and sevens defensively from Aberdeen. You know who we have to blame for Mark McNulty's performance today? Don't say Michael. <laughs> no, Jack Grimmer. Because remember he said, oh yeah, he he's did. not scored <laughs> yet. I'm surprised about that. Jack, yeah. if you're listening, if you're tuning in, I'm blaming you, mate. 100%. <laughs> Also, go back and listen to that. It's probably more entertaining than watching Aberdeen. Should probably do that. Yeah. But no, total car crash at the back. As you mentioned, uh, Consign towing a truck or whatever it was. It was the same again. Tommy Hoban as well. Foot stuck in the mud. It was horrible. Totally dreadful. A performance to forget. On all round, essentially. Can you, you can probably tell in the way I'm speaking how I'm feeling about it. Fed up. And probably folk are fed up listening to us. About. Yeah. And, you know, we wanted to kind of get on and, and do a, a reaction video to today's performance. We've not done it in a while because we've not needed, we've not felt it need needed to be done, but just mm. the manner in how this is, has come about and how really the only chance, well, our last chance of silverware has been ended is really frustrating. But as Callum said, we'll be, we'll do our um, Livingston preview um, later on in the week and get that out once we've calmed down a bit from another disappointing um, Scottish Cup exit yeah hopefully we'll be feeling a bit more chirpy going into that um, make sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel with notifications so you don't you know exactly when that goes out and the Cammy Smith interview that'll come later as well uh, be sure to and leave follow. your thoughts as well why yeah. not because we quite enjoy hearing the contrasting thoughts on YouTube or at Twitter at RTG underscore podcast 100% don't forget to follow us there and wherever you're listening if you are doing that too thanks for tuning in go and enjoy the rest of your Sunday 